Hey, welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese with your hosts, Mike Bakovin, Chad Planbeck, and Steph Romanski. Uh, we made it that Hot Fuzz is a better remake of The Wicker Man than, than The Wicker Man remake. <laughs> I'm like, what a great point! That's a fantastic point! Whoever did that, it's like, I knew that movie seemed familiar. Only Edward Woodward is the bad guy now. Yeah, exactly. I love that. It's like, I, I haven't watched Hot Fuzz in too long, although I did, go, did go back and revisit... Um, world's end oh sure and, yeah it's just not that not not up to snuff yeah i thought it would be one of those ones that you know like Shaun of the dead and hot fuzz it took just a little bit for me to really like it like okay. multiple viewings okay. world's end even though i love martin freeman hasn't yeah. hasn't been like that. yeah well the thing is it's like you know uh, uh, Shaun of the dead was kind of poking fun at zombie tropes and hot fuzz was poking fun at action movie tropes what is world's end poking fun at Aliens? I don't know. know. Scott it's Pilgrim a... has grown up now. I mean, Scott Pilgrim has, has grown in my esteem yeah. since it's released 10 years ago, too. So. I just remember going to the World's End while we were staying at that really <laughs> shitty hotel. And we abandoned and you. And you abandoned the hotel, and you didn't tell me, and I came back, and I was all alone. I know. With that massive siesta going on in the lobby all night. The great hotel story. I'll just go drink some tequila with the boys. Yeah. We left. We left you a note. <laughs> I didn't see the note. Or we tried calling. No, it was a voicemail. I guess I shut is, the yeah. phone off because I was at the movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, we found a big hairball in our bed. We're going somewhere else. <laughs> Sorry. Never ever stay at the Motel Six on L Street. Oh so my God, <laughs> it's disgusting. It was not good. When there were exposed wiring, I knew we were in trouble. Right, exposed my shower. The light fixture was gone, and there was exposed wiring in the shower. <laughs> oh, that was good. Welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese. We realized cult cinema. Cult cinema is real life. I'm Mike. Stuff in the shower. <laughs> and we are still in the same room. And we're going to uh, we're going to do a little bit of uh, of happy talk today because a couple weeks ago. We were really crabby. Yeah, we were really crabby a couple weeks ago, but a, a couple now weeks ago here. Now we're feeling wistful. Here, uh, we we were able to do something kind of cool and go see uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music in a in a theater setting, which was very nice. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Oh, great. We're <laughs> podcasting. No, but it was a <laughs> What's the first rule about Secret Movie Society? Yeah, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. But anyway, it was in a theater-type setting, and it was grand, and it was fantastic. We had a good time uh, watching, there. watching uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music, which was a movie, one of the top five movies I was looking forward to this yeah. year. Sure. And the fact that we got to see it in some theater-type setting was fantastic. And so it uh, brought about the idea of what are you looking forward to in... 2021 because let you know we're in the 2022 we're in the the back half of 2020 it's not been a great year quarantine has been no fun so here we are what are we looking forward to let's get a little optimism rolling here gang starting with anyone want to want to shoot about uh, shoot their thoughts about bill and ted facing music because i thought that movie was uh managed to to bring some hope into the conversation in a way that i hadn't seen in a long time and then i remembered what that's called it's called aspirational science fiction <laughs> you know, you know what, like you star know, trek you know what i think my favorite moment in the movie was it was sort of a small moment and kind of subtle yeah and you might have missed it i did it's toward the end where they're all crammed in the phone booth and they're looking for the number 
to get to where they need to go in the interdimensional vortex. Yeah. And it's 69. And they did not pause to do the 69. Yep. They did not. And it's like, and it's like, oh my God, oh, Bill no. and Ted have grown up. They yeah. all grown up. You know, and it's like, and it's like, okay, it's time. You know, and so, and then you get to the end where they're the old parts and they're playing the music. It was great. And they, yeah, and and it wasn't a, the last line in the movie was it wasn't so much about the song. It was that we all played it together. Right. Oh Aww. my god! Yeah. Yes, I mean, it, come on. And their legacy you is know? their children, not the song. Yeah, exactly. So. And and there there you go. There's who some... was the gal playing uh, younger Keanu? Because she was she was good. She was really good. She was channeling. That wasn't Samara Weaving? No, no Samara Weaving was Bill's kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, whoever she was, I don't remember the actress's name. If only there were some sort of database we could yeah. look up. <laughs> some but online she, thing. She had the bop down. I don't right want to touch there. my phone because Steph will yell at me. Only if you drop it on the table. <laughs> she had like the, the stupid puppy dog walk. Right. And that, that was that was very good. And then, yeah, it was Because to me, it's like uh, Alex Winter really tuned in to Bill. Yeah. And to me, it's like Keanu, I think, was struggling just a bit mm-hmm. to find the old Ted. But yeah. it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I really did enjoy their... The, the worst part, okay, at the beginning, they're trying to write this song that's going to unite the world. And they come up with some song with a title that's got like 65 words in it, like right. a Fiona Apple song, where it's like, uh, Ruminations yeah. on the harmonic frequency of love and joy, part two. You know? <laughs> And then they start playing, and it's got throat singing and the it's theremin. It's like this and, Brian Wilson yeah. menagerie of all these different a instruments. Theremin. There's a theremin. There's a theremin, too. And, and the worst part was, I kind of dug it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Keanu Reeves playing the theremin is not a thing I knew I needed. Yeah. And then he's in there like, this is great. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Another real quick Keanu Reeves side note, if I can go on a quick tangent, is sure. I finally caught up, caught up with John Wick 3. Have you guys seen John Wick 3 no. yet? I haven't seen one or okay. two. Yeah. Uh, I'll lend them to you if you want, but... It's got an all-timer knife fight scene in it. Okay. Like, I'm watching it, and it keeps going, and I'm. It, it dawned on me, like, halfway through the fight, this is one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. And it just kept going, and then it got this exclamation yeah. point at the end that's just absolutely perfect. Right. And it's and like, the finale can't touch it. it right. It's it's like in the first act of the movie, and it's just the best. Yeah, and I, think, and I think one of the things is, like I said, we haven't seen Alex Winter since Bill and Ted Bogus Journey. Yeah. But Keanu has sort of gone through this evolution of all this. Other stuff. Like I said, yeah, to me, it's like he's John Wick now. Yeah. He's not Ted. Yeah. But you see, that's neither here. Like I said, it was still good. It was great. It was great. I really enjoyed yeah. it. So anyway, we're going to go around the horn. We're each going to give just, it can be a movie. It can be a TV show. It can be a piece of music. It can be not wearing masks. It can be whatever you want. Yeah. Let's just get some optimism, optimism rolling up in this bitch, guys. So uh, who wants to go first? I will. All right, Steph, what are you looking forward to? My new place in Massachusetts. We're breaking some major news. (laughs) We alluded to it last time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Has a pool. My life's dream is to have my own pool. (laughs) (laughs) But I cannot swim in it because A, we don't arrive until November. I don't know when this podcast is going out, but we're not going to Massachusetts until November. It will be very cold. There will also be a global pandemic going on, so probably not a good idea to hop in a, small a pool. Things, yeah. yeah. So hopefully next year, next summer, it, things will have chilled out a little bit. So that I, On the other hand, there's also a beach 25 miles away. Oh, that would be nice. So, Which beaches are near where you're going to be? Oh, so many. The entire coast is 25 miles away. Yeah. 
So that will be cool. And I'm also looking forward to traveling again because we'll be near Boston Logan and flights to London are like $500. So jeez. As opposed to what they are here. Where Over like a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> it will cost the same. Okay. To fly from Boston to New Zealand. The price was exactly the same as flying from Omaha to London. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> so That's we're going nice. to Hobbit land. <laughs> ah, we're going to Hobbit land. We're going to Hobbit land. We're seeing the Hobbits. Yeah. <laughs> For That's, realsies. That's the best. I love so it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to being out there and experiencing life in New England. And uh, we're still doing the podcast, right? Yes, <laughs> of course. We, if we've learned nothing during the pandemic, it's yeah. that you can work remotely. <laughs> right, yeah. I kind of feel the same way. And it's, it's just, it's just sort of the general, it'll be nice to not have to worry about this crap. Just going to get groceries or just... Or just being angry at everyone who's not right, helping. Right, or, yeah. And I know that it's like, because I remember, you know, this has been a while ago because it has gotten a little better. But at the time, it's like, gee, I wish I could go for a pop without feeling I'm taking my life into my own hands. Right. Yeah, you know, just for a trip to the grocery store. Because, again, who knows what's going on? Mm -hmm. Is it as bad as some people say? Probably not. Is it a fake as some people say? Absolutely not. And so, but, yeah, I'm with you. I am ready. I'm ready for, I'm just, just ready for this to be over. <laughs> yeah. What's What's the old saying is that life is often not as bad as, you're, as you fear, but not as good as you hope. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? And mm -hmm. it's like, I can work within those parameters. Right. Yeah. I can make that happen. Yeah. So, but, all right. Well, we will miss you and we yeah. hate that you're leaving, but uh, you fired. Go, go have an adventure. Go I do will. Thing. It'll I will. be great. So, Chad, you want to go get a pop? I want to go get a pop. Well, you know, there's, there's more than that, of course. Whoa, dream big. Well, then, yeah. You know, it's just, like I said, travel a bit. It's like, you know, the, the lineup for the Super Monsterama, which is probably oh. happening now, oh. is amazing. And, of course, we're not there. And they're still having it, but it's like, I'm not going to, you know, risk traveling because then mm -hmm. you basically have to stay in your car the whole time. But it's like, you know, I think I've canceled two trips this year, you know, yeah. and mm -hmm. um, and so it's like, yeah, and just just because of the nonsense, as I like to refer to it. And, yeah, um, I canceled a uh, an Alaskan cruise. I canceled a trip to L.A. where I had a bunch of meetings planned. Ugh. I canceled a uh, uh, 20th wedding anniversary trip. Oh, boy. Ugh. Yeah, my trip to London to go see that play was off. And then I learned recently that the play is being broadcast. So oh. I will get to see it. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. But not in London. So that's sad for me. All right. Well, I'll, I'll keep that thread going. And then maybe we'll dive into more pop culture. The next <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> around no, no. Is... Okay, so I'm sending my kid to college in about eight months. No, oh, no, yeah. no. Yeah. She just learned how to drive. No. In about eight months. And it would be really cool if there weren't a global frigging pandemic for me to worry about. On top of everything else. On top else. of everything else. So it's like, yeah. I realized the other day we're just diving into personal territory here. It's like, I think this is the most stressed I've ever been. Right? Yeah, I don't sure. think there's ever been a time where I've had more responsibility or things pushing down on me. And I have to say... I'm operating at a very high level. Okay. <laughs> I could have shut down. This could have shut me down. It's yeah. not. It's it's. Uh, yeah. It's like I'm getting shit done, guys, and that's good because if I wasn't, no one else would. Well, I know. <laughs> you know? Well, as early as that stuff, I'm sure you can attest to this, but it's just been a an anxiety and a grind because your job is basically yeah. evaporating before your very yep. eyes, yep. and this 
the pandemic is only accelerating the death of, no of, of the print industry and it's like I'm not yeah. sure if I'm going to still have a job at the end of the year. You know, it's that kind of thing. And so yeah. I I've had so much stress that yeah. and yeah, this is same for you. TMI, but I've had to get some Xanax because the yeah. pressure has just been too debilitating. No. Oh my god, everyone's on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've, I the last time I had took it was when my mom died. And so mm-hmm. I was l- reluctant to try again, but I've just been like I can't barely function, so I yeah. I needed it. And yeah. So it's helped. So Good. No, there are times you just catch the edge of those like I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. just just everything in general is like I I just I don't I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what does that mean? Not sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> just it. But it's know? like I don't want to engage with people anymore. And it's like you just sort of just feel like you're just shutting down. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's just this giant malaise. This whole thing. That's and the right word. Well, yeah. I think as a country, we are kind yeah. of depressed right now. Yeah. And that's not a you know that's not good obviously, yeah, sure, but yeah. it's good to know that it's not just you yeah it's really not yeah, there, there might be some joy or, or some at least some comfort in the fact that it's not just you and the other thing is so okay. and just to realize like i think things are going to be different yes permanently. you're nailing it you're nailing it because you know i don't think it's ever going to be the same as what it was as it was before this because again i think it comes to conditioning you're used to doing certain things yes. and then suddenly you can't do them for a long time you get used to doing other things. You get used to doing other things, and it's like I can't honestly say when I'll ever go back to a movie theater, you mm-hmm. know, or go to a restaurant. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And uh, because you know, it's like this shit's not going away mm-hmm. permanently, you know, or until we get a vaccine, and who knows when that's going to be? Because I don't have no faith in this, in this mm-hmm. thing that's coming. No, out, no, our, our president says the vaccine's coming, guys. Yeah, Sit tight. Yeah. It'll be like in three weeks. What did somebody say? It'll be like hydrochloric queen and, uh, yeah. and leftover perfume from his daughter's line of cosmetics <laughs> or something. It's like, no thanks. And a little bit of demon semen. But I don't anyway. know the Russian one. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll so, see. I'll, anyway. have what, I'll have what Putin has. No, you, you, see, you, you, had, uh, you can read that as negative or positive, right? The idea yeah. that things are never going to be the same, right? Sure. That doesn't necessarily need to be a bad thing. Sure. It can be a good thing. It can be, a, you know, I keep telling you stuff. In a year, you're going to look back at this worst time in your life, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, that was the worst time of my life. I'm going to go jump in a pool. Whee! Yeah. You know? Well, it's something my, my, when I get stressed, my, my mother always said, one day, this will all be 20 years ago. <laughs> and I tell myself that all the time when I'm really feeling it, yeah. you know, and it weirdly helps me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if it would anyone else, but for me, it's like, yeah, yeah I can, yeah, I remember that time I was mm-hmm. 20 years ago when I was about to be evicted. Yeah. 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 It got better. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my mom always used to say, what are you doing in the bathroom? It's been 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe we dive into some pop Yeah, let's so. move on. Let's move on. So um, uh, I'm, I'm just going to be the most basic bitch on the planet and say I'm looking forward to the Marvel movies again. <laughs> Sorry. It's been, but you talk about being conditioned. I'm conditioned to two to three of those a year. <laughs> two to three of those a year. Yeah. And it's like I, I've got nothing. What was the last one? Uh, Spider-Man? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Where they had to deal with the... the 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 blip as they called it yeah. you know because i i love the fact that marvel has painted themselves into a giant corner with yeah. some of these questionable decisions they made with any with like five years ago it does man it feels like a long time ago and okay. and i'm ready for another thor movie man yeah. i'm ready for another doctor strange get me uh uh hook me up with whatever um 
uh, whatever kung fu thing they were going to do because I'd love oh, to see a Mar- yeah. yeah I'd love to see a Marvel kung fu movie yeah. you know it's yeah. like give me the give me the goddamn I... Winter Soldier and uh, uh, Falcon show <laughs> I, mean, I was promised this year that's <laughs> something I would yeah I'm looking forward to like with Disney ducktails on there but yeah you can make two seasons of the mandalorian yeah. you can't get me one season of the marvel game come yeah. on guys <laughs> anyway so, so th- that's part of what i'm looking forward to and even if they don't even if they suck we still have you know we still have the stuff that was there but sure. yes i'm looking forward to to that because watching bill and ted in a theater like setting was was uh, sure. reminded me of how much I, I like doing that thing and would like to do it again you know sure yeah <sighs> i don't know any pop culture thing you're looking forward to, stuff? Pop culture? Yeah. Mm. What have you missed? What has been? Well, I have missed going to the movies uh, mm. for sure, and um, I know my daughter would say she misses going to her D and D games. I miss doing that. Sure. Yeah. D and D games. Yeah, you know, getting together. Thing, yeah. yeah. I think we can all agree Zoom sucks. It's you not know. great. No. Not for that sort of thing. I mean, no. for a quick meeting, sure, but not for. Cause she was doing D and D meeting or you know gaming through Zoom for a few months there at the beginning, but then it kind of petered off, and she was like, "This sucks." So yeah, yeah. yeah. she was just getting good at it. Yeah, and she really got into the DMing thing and and stuff. So I think she she would miss that. She's still a big old dice whore, you yeah. know. So her sure. bag of dice is getting so big. <laughs> That's fantastic. You can murder someone with it. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, because some of them are metal, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Chad, what, anything you're looking forward to? I don't know. He said, uh, you know, like sure, there's a, like a bunch of new movies that are coming that I'd like to see, but it's also the chance to go to go to like revival screenings at the Draft House or over in Carney. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think one of the last times I was at a movie this year, I went to Omaha to see uh, Legend of Boggy Creek. Oh man! At the Draft House, the Bigfoot and, movie, and it was one of the greatest experiences of my life you know because it's like i remember this scaring the shit out of me when i was a kid and i still love it now you know and so so you know that was fun it's just like i said just 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 to know what's there the opportunities then you can go but again like right now it's like like our local theater was kind of a shithole already and it's like i don't know if i'm there i don't know when the hell i'll ever go back there again but I think they're open. They are open. I think you could go see Tenet yeah. if you really wanted to. I know. Or go see New Mutants. God help me. I oh, God. God help me. I want to see New Mutants. But it's supposed so. to be so bad. I don't care. <laughs> That's my team. So. But, yeah. I don't know. I would love to see him do Excalibur. <laughs> yeah. Sure. From that, from that same pit. So. I think my bra strap broke. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Chad's mask broke. Oh, no. We're at half mast. So well, don't forget that when you throw that away, cut the other side so they don't get stuck around animals. Gotcha. Yeah, I saved a turtle today. Don't don't make that turtle. <laughs> don't make it choke. Oh no, <laughs> the beard is back. Oh You're no. <laughs> is there anything outside that you guys have missed that that you're looking forward to? Because I was never like a outside? huge concert guy, oh. but I did like. Like okay, so I, I'm a fan of like live theater. I've done live theater, sure. right? It's like. Uh, I, I kind of missed those shows a little bit. And then, like, what I really found out that I was missing was one of the last things I did before going into quarantine was I got to see Mr. Science Theater in Omaha mm-hmm. with Joel Hodson. And it was good, and it was fun, and there were other nerds there, and some of them were dressed weird, and one guy brought his homemade Tom Servo, <laughs> and it was the best. 
you yeah. know, I mean, it, it really was a very yeah. good time. And uh, quick tangent, I, I would throw a plug for uh, Trace Ballou and Frank Conniff do uh, a monthly uh, $10 live stream of them riffing a movie. It's called The Mads Are Back. You can find it. Half the money goes to charity. Half yeah. the money goes to them to keep it to keep it running. And they're pretty good. Oh, yeah. We're doing our third one this week, and uh, they did um, Glenn or Glenda, okay. which was just fantastic because that movie gets surreal in the yeah. second act. Well, we they saw keep... them live, too. And yeah. yeah, they were very good. And these are good, too. And then the last one they did was The Tingler, okay. and they brought, which is a good movie. I like The Tingler. And then they brought Vincent Price's daughter on and chatted with her for like nah. an hour afterward. Mm -hmm. And it was great. You get to hear some Vincent Price stories and Man. that sort of thing. So if you got 10 bucks to throw it, Trace and Frank do it because nice. I, I recommend them. But... um. I miss stuff, you know, like like going going and seeing staged stuff, and yeah. not really worrying about you again, know, just yeah. not not having to worry about it. And you said because cabin fever, something triggers because like you've been, it's I haven't gone anywhere since March. Yeah, you know, and, haven't either. And well, I went to the drive-in up in Neely, and mm -hmm. um, been to been Trader Joe's my a, couple folks a couple times, and but like I said, no, I haven't been to like. Oh wait, I went to I was gonna go to Omaha and I wound up just going to Lincoln just for a day. Just to get the hell out of town, just for Yeah. Just for a day. We've done that once or twice. Yeah. We've been to Lincoln a couple times. We did a fourth of July trip and yeah, I mean we've been out of town a little bit, which is nice, but not nearly enough. You know? Yeah. yeah. We don't leave the car much when we do. Right. So many times we were masked up and I think I went the comic store and it's like you could only spend x amount of, x amount of time in there you know and it's like, oh you gotta, terrible you gotta get out and it's like well it's, it was fine it's like a half hour it was fine mm -hmm. but it's just one of those things it's like yeah it's just gonna be over we went to a went to a, a restaurant in hastings for our 20th wedding anniversary and the, the guy had the whole big shield mask shield oh, thing nice. on his head yeah. and the whole deal and it's like it felt safe but it was still just creepy and yeah you know it was no yeah point. this she, is where we are shannon went we Kit and Shannon and I went to Lincoln and we were like, what are we going to eat? You know, what are we going to do? And I I was all right. It's like going into a restaurant like Radizio, which is really spread out and stuff. But Shannon wouldn't let me. We're not allowed to go in restaurants yet. Okay. And so, yeah, it was, so we sat in my car and ate runs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just looking forward to the point where I said, you just don't even have to think twice about doing things. Yeah, where your biggest problem at the theater was whether or not the person next to you was going to be. Right. Snore or, the, or someone too tall in front of you. <laughs> Hit us with an old school story, Chad. What yeah. used to happen to you at the Mall 57? <laughs> the Popcorn King. I was running the Popcorn King. <laughs> or they'd have the placards wrong and he'd wind up in the wrong theater. That was always fun. <laughs> They're showing horror movies before yeah. kids' movies. Yeah, horror trailers before kids' movies. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, good old days. That was good. So. Maybe you remember it fondly now. Yeah, maybe, maybe they cleaned it up in the interim. I, I kind of doubt it. I doubt it. But... It's my favorite. So. <laughs> All right. So does anyone have anything else they're looking forward to? Because I have I, I've looked up the movies. There are a few movies that I'm, I'm yeah, high I have on. Too, yeah. But the, the, one of the other big things I'm looking, looking at is like, okay, they got to be running out of stuff, right? I mean, Netflix has got to be... I know they, they are, like, in full-scale production all the time, but then stuff shut down for three months. Right. they got to be sucking wind content-wise, don't they? New they're content. hoarding new it. Content. New content. Yeah, new content. I mean, they can't make Floor is Lava, you know, the second season. They can't right. make, you know, the same thing with, like, Hulu and all those other things. I don't know. It's like, they, 
are we going to run out of content? What's that going to look like? You know, because I, I talked to a dude the other day who said that once, once a, if you were to imagine a world where there is a full scale vaccine that works and is in place and full scale production of stuff starts again, writers have been writing in their basements for six months. There's going to be so much glut of stuff that you could make. Yeah. Would that be it, like what happened during the writer's strike? You know? Yeah. I mean, same, they were still producing concept. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Same concept. So you're just going to have more stuff than you can shake a stick at, which sucks that for me. That probably won't get made. Some yeah. of them probably won't get to see the light of day because, again, there's a glut Exactly. Stuff. So it's like, what does that look like? And everybody who hasn't worked is going to jump back to it, presuming we have you know full-scale production going again. But, I mean, God, I don't know. they got to be running out of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> not that there's not enough stuff, but, you know. Well, I look forward to the, uh, the Asylum's COVID movies. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, have you seen they've already produced something called COVID, a love story? It's I, like, believe, yeah, sure, I don't need, I don't sure, need that. I don't yeah. need that. Too soon! Too soon! Well, then um, David Tennant and what's his bucket from uh, The Good Omens? They oh, they did some sort of show where they were like in isolation, but they were... I, I don't quite know the premise of it, but I, I've seen it like on Tumblr and David stuff. Tennant's been killing it on his podcast. Have you heard his podcast? Mm-mm. It's called like it's called like David Tennant has a conversation or something, and he gets big names on there, and he turns out he's a pretty decent interviewer. He makes an excellent Scrooge McDuck too. Yes, he does. <laughs> he's good. I just watched Fright Night with him in it last night. As I said, so I'm looking more that. forward to the third season of Ducktales on Disney Plus <laughs> than Marvel shows. I'm not gonna lie. <sighs> Well, you know, I, I follow follow me for a second. So Danny Pudi is the voice of one of those yeah. uh, Ab- Abed from uh, yeah. Abed or Abed yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah. um, it's basically Abed. Pierce calls him. Yeah, Pierce calls him from Community. Abed. Yeah, but um, uh, he was in a movie that's on Netflix right now called The Tiger Hunter, that I watched. Okay. It's a kind of a, um, kind of a coming of age story, and he's very good in it. I'm not going to say the movie is is fantastic, but he's very good in it. If you want to want to follow that, it's like it's called the Tiger Hunter. It's pretty good. Doesn't have anything to do with Carol Baskin. Nothing like that. It's about a, a young Indian man trying to find his way through through the world, and okay. it's pretty pretty decent. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I, I kind of like that. So, are we in Rex now? <laughs> I guess so. No, just, yeah. Or is it? Yeah, are there any films that are coming out that you're looking that they keep pushing back indefinitely? Well, for me, okay. Um, we need to count down and go from there. Uh, Steph, I know you are a uh, a Bond aficionado. Mm. We should have had that Bond movie in April. <laughs> they pushed it back to December. Are they still tinkering with it? I don't know, man. I don't know if they're it doing that or not. The best damn Bond movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. About, about as long as there, let's bring back the big battles at the end. That's what I want more yeah. than anything. Because mm-hmm. they sort of teased that in the last one and then nothing happened. It's like, you fuckers. Yeah, I know. The last one wasn't. Well, that battle in Skyfall was really good at the end. Skyfall was excellent. Casino Royale might be my favorite Bond movie ever. It, it, but I'm I would talking say that, about, yeah. Yeah. like, at the end of Spy Who Loved Me or the Space yeah. Marines and Moonraker. Oh, God. That kind of, Space Marines are awesome. You shut up. Friggin' Moonraker. Moonraker. So, no, Moonraker, is, Moonraker is great. I'll, I'll fight for both of you right here and right now. Moonraker is awesome. Late stage Because <laughs> Space Marines are shiny. Shut up. They're great. <laughs> and so, no, Moonraker is awesome. It's one of my favorite bonds. But, yeah, I'm talking, or, like, um, uh, you only live twice. The big volcano okay, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. You, that's what I mean when I say big battle. The fight at the end of Skyfall was amazing, but it was very contained. Like four people. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about here come the Marines and versus you know the the, the, the henchmen, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but, 
I don't know, man. It, because Moonraker was the last time we got that, so shut up. Because yeah. Space Marines are shiny. Shut up. <laughs> somebody tried to convince me the other day that Rami Malek looked really uh, threatening in that trailer, and I'm like, no, he doesn't. doesn't. Like, Hello, Mr. Bond. I'm Rami Malek. I've got half a face. <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah. Is he both okay. filmed? N- no. no. The other guy's both filmed. Yeah, what's his name? Um, uh, <laughs> that guy. The Inglorious Bastards guy. The guy who won an Oscar for him. Jane yeah, and Jane. Him. Yeah, him. Anyway. If only there was an online movie database we could consult. He's in it. He's okay. in the next Bond movie. It's like, I guess I have Hans to Gruber. watch. Hans Gruber. No, that's not right. I guess I have to watch Spectre again because it's all one big long movie, right? But, um, man, yeah, just the fact that they had a Bond movie that should have been old by now and, like, we don't get it till Christmas. That's I insane. I had the bingo guy. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Christopher the, Waltz. Christoph Waltz. That's oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Has the has the Bond... Uh, yeah, I'll get there. Just give me a minute. <laughs> has the Bond drought hurt you, Steph? Has it just hurt your soul? <laughs> this is going to be horrible, but I had forgotten about it oh, <laughs> until you just brought no! it up. <laughs> I forgot there's supposed to be a new Bond. Yeah. Because I'm more excited about Q than anything else. You know, I love Ben Wishaw. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I will look forward to that for sure. Yeah, but I didn't remember that they'd done that. Also said, like, There's Godzilla too much happening this year. Yeah, there's like, yeah, we'll have Godzilla vs. Kong already, too, right? Was that coming out this year? Yeah. Ah! Super sad back. So many. <laughs> well, Bond, Bond, Kong isn't that big. I don't know how they're <laughs> yeah. going yeah, to Well, he said he was, still, he was still a baby in the first like, in the Skull Island. I mean, they, they make a point of saying that. He's still growing. Okay, well that's according good. to Crazy McCrazy Pants, but so who knows? Does he uh, does he have a nuclear bomb capability? Then you know I don't know. No, so it's like to me, it's like why why do they have to fight? Like let them team up and fight crime. Yeah, that's Godzilla be good. and Kong. They're detectives. It's like <laughs> True Detective season four. <laughs> Kong and it's like it'd be great. Oh, I'd buy that for the, yeah. I, I, I would very much like that. <laughs> Damn Kong, it, Kong, Kong! You just tore down for Kong, Kong. Kong riding him. And it's like it's right into the rescue. Ah! <laughs> so I was like, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that's kind of a free- like, like, oh, wow, yeah. that's our free form conversation on what we're looking forward to. Well, they yeah, like Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay. Uh, now, how do you feel about that? I speaking think that- of Edgar Wright, last night in Soho, you know, and this is all getting this shit's all getting pushed back. Yeah, that Ghostbusters movie in my mind is the exact wrong direction. Because it's like, I watched the trailer and it's like, oh, we have reverence for this irreverent thing. And it's like the whole reason Ghostbusters worked in the first place is because they were a bunch of guys basically having fun, doing the blue collar vibe and making yeah. fun of everything, right? Well, I mean, it, nothing was serious and that's the entire point and why it worked. And now they're like self-referent, they're, they're reverence for the time when this happened and I'm sure it's going to be Egon Spangler's kid or grandkid coming out sure. and doing shit. And it's like, that is exactly the wrong direction. I don't know. I don't know. I got a rant on it. <laughs> Save it for the podcast. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I like Ghostbusters a whole lot, and I think they're if they would just just cast some comics, they would do some fun things. No, just get yourself a script and yeah, stick to script, it, yeah. and not have two hours of ad libbing yeah. that doesn't that doesn't really gel or work. Yeah, and you might have had something there because there's a lot of funny people in that movie, and it just was. I didn't like I said it's kind of a turd. Yep, I agree. And uh, had a few moments, but it wasn't that great. Yep. So. so. Not the dumpster shit fire that some people no, will have you no, maybe think it is, but no. It's just like, a movie that didn't work. Right. Yeah. All 
Alright, so we will come back after the guitar noise with some recommendations, but thank you for hanging out for our freeform conversation about <laughs> life in the pandemic and what we're looking forward to. And tell us what you're looking forward yeah. to. Give well, us a tweet. We'll be back, Mr. Bond. In the before times. <laughs> You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Remember when times were precedented? <laughs> <laughs> that can be a title episode. Remember when times were precedented? <laughs> and we're back with some recommendations about what we're going to be uh, watching, paying attention to, reading the next couple weeks. Uh, Chad, why don't you go first? What you got? Uh, you go first. Okay, well, I saw a couple movies. They're pretty good. Uh, the first one was Extraordinary. Uh, this is sort it of sounds a... sounds familiar. It's an Irish film. It's sort of a horror comedy. It's about this um, Will Forte is in it. He's the bad guy. Ooh, I love he's, Will Forte. He's uh, this prog rock guy from the 70s who's trying to make a deal with the devil to get back his fame and fortune, and he has to sacrifice the virgin. And the hero of the piece is this gal who can see dead people. She's sort of a spiritual medium. And this one guy's daughter gets possessed. They're going to sacrifice her, and they have to save her, and hijinks ensue. And it, it was pretty funny. Hijinks. It was, uh, like I said, I wouldn't call it out, out loud belly funny, but it was constantly amusing through the whole thing. Well, what's I it really called? It. Extraordinary. And where'd you find it? I saw it on Prime Video. Extraordinary on yep. Prime. I could do that. That okay. sounds good. And then also catching up with things that I should have watched a long time ago, but still hadn't gotten around to yet, I watched Postcards from the Edge. Oh yeah, that which is sort great. of yeah, sort of an autobiographical take on Carrie Fisher. Yeah, and her I know mother, that movie. Debbie Reynolds, and it was really good. And uh, I just love that opening scene where um, she goes into her trailer and snorts a bunch of cocaine, and Gene Hackman loses his shit with her and basically yeah. calls her out in front of everybody, the whole, the whole crew or whatever, and it's like, you want to fuck? You gonna don't fuck up my movie? This that yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really reads the riot act, and then of course she gets caught. She has to go to rehab, and then she's just trying to clean her act up the whole time. So like I said, yeah. It's it's Carrie Fisher basically was played by Meryl Streep, and Shirley MacLaine is Debbie Reynolds, and it was like I said, it was really good. Mike Nichols made the movie, and yep. it's it's really good. And I highly recommend it if you haven't watched it yet. That's a good movie. So, I like yep. that one. Yeah. Speaking of stuff you should have gotten around to a long time ago, uh, I'm with everybody else in the world. It's like, hey, can you recommend Air? Air is good. You know, <laughs> uh, I I'm halfway through Cobra Kai. Oh my god, okay. I, I resisted. I fought. My wife finally, finally, out of nostalgia, drug me into it, and it's so good. I think it's an interesting. Like I said it's, it's an interesting so idea. I haven't seen it, but it's just like I said, just revisiting these guys twenty years later, just to kind of see what happened. Yep. Because I love that alternate take on that universe where they spin it so Ralph Macchio was the bad guy yeah. in the yeah. story. He wasn't, <coughs> and Johnny was just basically the put upon bully, right. you know, dude. And it's like yeah. in, in many ways. That's where it starts. Okay. And then the characters switch places like a couple times. It's like the thing about Johnny that's fantastic, the William Zabka, Zabka character, is, and I know a show has got me when it does this, is when he stays too true to his character, I'm like, no, don't do that, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, and that's what he's doing. It's like he is a broken jerk, and it 
continually makes things terrible for him and when good things happen to him he breaks them because he's a broken jerk but it's totally consistent with his character and it's excellent and the characterizations are great and it's got uh, a bunch of kids in it that don't feel forced or fake or anything they don't cloy with anything it's just really solid and fun and funny uh ed asner's in it for some <laughs> reason and he's great and, uh, yeah and uh Man, it, the episodes are bite-sized. They're like 22 minutes, and oh, it's, it's just the best. Oh. It, it's so good. And I wish I didn't like it because everyone else on the planet seems to have gotten on board the, the Cobra Kai train, and uh, I'm on it too, way toward the back. But dang, <laughs> is it good. It's but you got fun. there. It's fun. Anyway. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. And I second those things. <laughs> and I'm sorry for having doubted. And you know what? Feel shame. I hate it, but when, like, I got a little choked up when they did the Mr. Miyagi tribute because at one point Daniel goes full on uh, douchebag and uh, uses his clout to bully people and to kick people and his wife is about to leave him and he goes to Mr. Miyagi's grave and sits there and it's like, I've lost my way, Mr. Miyagi. I'm like, oh, it sucks. Anyway, it was very good. Very good. What do you got, Me? Um, I finally... You guys know about QI. You guys like QI. Yeah, yeah. yeah, quite interesting. Quite interesting. Yeah. I realized that all the latest seasons are on BookBox, so I had not seen the switch to Sandy Toxvig as the host instead oh, of Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry was really good. Yeah. Stephen and... Fry was the gold standard, basically. Oh, she's yeah. She's pretty good. I, yeah, she's fine. Sandy is a good follow up. She's yeah. just funny. And, you know, she's also hosting Bake Off kind of at the same time. So that was kind of interesting. And she'd have Noel Fielding on and there'd be some bake-off jokes on QI. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it was good. And it's just funny. And the comedians they had on. Uh, the first, her first episode, one of the guests was the lead singer for um, oh, really, really so popular like heavy metal band. Slipknot, Slipknot, yeah. yeah the lead that. singer for Slipknot yeah. was the guest. Yeah. <laughs> I thought... That's what an easy. odd choice, but he was hilarious. So there's a, there's a later episode too. It's like a Star Trek. They're talking about space stuff, and at some point, two of the gals start singing like uh, Joseph's Amazing Technicolor Dream. Yeah. yeah, and Sandy gets mad. Now gets mad. They Nancy storm off. Stage. They storm like, off. Sing along, going with the audience or whatever. <laughs> it's like, it was, I thought that was. Hysterical. And one of the girls there is a huge Hobbit fan, so right. she was just like uh, one of the other people on the panel were yeah. had actually tried out to be on the Hobbit, and yeah. she's like. I don't know if I'm attracted to you more or more. <laughs> it's just interesting people being interesting. Being being yeah. hilarious. And then, of course, Alan Davis. Yep. <laughs> Poor put upon him. But anyway, in the last series, which is R, they're up to R now, there are two episodes that were filmed right when everything went into lockdown. Oh, no. So there was no audience for two episodes. Ooh, and it was weird. I'll bet that was. It was really weird. <laughs> Because um, you don't realize how much you rely on the the laughter, and then they had an, a bit about whether or not laugh tracks were yeah. <laughs> were a good thing I or not. I watched a couple like baseball games, and they're like pumping in yeah. like fake crowd noise, and it's just if you work. know, it doesn't work. It doesn't work if it's you yeah. yeah. There's a disconnect there, and it's like it doesn't. Yeah. But then they went back to shows with an audience, and I'm like, but you guys were still in lockdown yeah. when you. Did. So I don't know how that works, but. But yeah, I just finished it. It was really good. Everybody take your temperature before you come inside. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I always recommend QI. Yeah, no, that's good. All right. Well, thank you for uh, for listening to the podcast. We are going to be back in a couple of weeks. But uh, hey, stay safe, everybody. Stay human. Everyone's stressed out. We're depressed as a country. Uh, take care of yourself, right? 
right? And each other. Yeah. You've been listening to The Atomic Weight of Cheese, where cult cinema is real life and real life is frequently cult cinema. You can visit our website at theatomicweightofcheese.com, follow us on Twitter at A-W-O-C podcast, see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atomicweightofcheese, or shoot us an email at atomicweightofcheese at gmail.com. We love your feedback.